This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Welcome to Voice of Change. It is myself, Lauren Jacobs, and it's Kate Pulpit. I love that you are with me for the next hour because I'm going to be talking to an incredible woman, Zara, who is an Iranian-Canadian who is living now in Canada. She went to Canada almost nine years ago, but you know what? We can see that protests are happening in Iran and Zara's heart and her passion is there. She is being a voice of change right now and speaking up and speaking in to what is happening in Iran. We are seeing people executed almost on a daily basis for protesting over the past few months against the Islamic Republic, against the regime that is oppressing the people. And not only the people really, really oppressing and disempowering the women of Iran. Now, let me tell you a little bit about Zara before we get in to a great conversation with her. Like I said, she lives in Canada. She did her second master's at McGill University. She's got a diploma in internet business technology. She's an e-learning specialist and she's very passionate about solving business problems. And she is someone that really is very, like I said, passionate about woman life freedom. And that is the movement that is happening in her homeland right now. And her challenge in this time is to connect her voice loud and efficiently to send the right message to people at the right time, to share with people what is happening in her homeland and also to raise awareness. She's a wonderful photographer as well as a video maker. And that gives you a little bit of information about who she is, what she is about and also we're just going to get into this topic today and it's important for us to continue to know what is happening in Iran what is happening with these protests but also why this is happening and to hear from someone whose heart is close to the action on the ground and so stay with me it's going to be a good conversation and one we really need to hear today. Zara, it is so good to have you with me today. It is really a blessing and a privilege to have your voice here and to be talking about something that I know is very close to your heart, of course, and something that we need to continue to pay attention to in the world. We know that the world moves like so quickly. We have so many news headlines that dominate every day. But the reality of what is continuing to happen in Iran is something that we should continue to talk about. Now, firstly, I want to ask you, you know, a little bit about you. Obviously, I've introduced the listeners to you and told them who you are and, you know, your background and that you're also a photographer and you capture these stories. But it's it's so much more to you. This is personal. I'm sure that when you look at what is happening in Iran with what everything we're going to be talking about today, this your heart must feel so deeply moved for the situation, for the people, for your people, and for, you know, the situation just in general and what is continuing to happen and hasn't slowed down over the last few months. Exactly. Thank you so much, uh, Lauren, to uh, give me that opportunity to share something from my homeland uh, with your audience today. And, um, this is such a really empowering me first 
as a woman, Iranian Canadian woman, to be here and mm. to do something that I moved from my country one day to accomplish my mission to be the voice of my people and tell to people around the world that we are good people. Mm. And we just need to be heard and get attention. Mm. Exactly. And, and you know, when you say that, I also think of a lot of the kind of, I would use the word rhetoric that we hear about Iran, about uh, the, you know, what is happening in Iran. But I think people don't realize that there is a distinct uh, distinction between people living in Iran and, you know, what is happening with the government, with the rulership, with the leadership. There is a huge divide. We can't say that you know, oh, it's it's all the people in Iran that are bad and they're doing these bad things. You know, why we see these protests happening over the last few months is because the people got to this point where they're like, we, we, we don't want to do this. We don't want to accept what is happening in our country. And so rising up and what we're going to touch on as well is losing their lives for rising up and for protesting. And that is something that people need to be made aware of as well. Absolutely. Revolution in Iran has been going on for a few months right now. Mm -hmm. Thousands have been arrested. Hundreds have been killed, including children. And as a matter of fact, no, none of the nonprofit organization, uh, UNICEF or human rights organizations and so on, they don't really want to really do a action. Mm -hmm. And that's why Personally, as a person, I found myself to be voice of those people, those innocent, and ask for most people and do something. Maybe I put myself even in danger because all my families are still in Iran, you know. Mm. But for the further explanation to what is going on, I think each person has a responsibility. And since the slogan of this revolution is woman life freedom, mm. I think this is going to be a woman rally for all around the world. All women in globe should be on a street just not to cut their hair to, um, you know, to do solidarity shoulder to shoulder, which is really much appreciated till now. Mm -hmm. Lots of actors, lots of influencers, lots of like a politician, they really wanted to, um, how we call it, like a support and mm -hmm. accept there is something going on in Iran. But to be honest, uh, to this point that we are losing more people's life yeah. is not enough. And the question is, where is everybody? Hmm. You know, where is everyone now to really say um, my body, my choice and hmm. Black Lives Matter and Je suis Charlie, you know, yeah. if those children or those people that they are killed on the, for example, today, even especially um uh, is uh, one of the most uh, that we are recording this uh, is the third uh, um, anniversary of the memorial of those people that they got uh, shot uh, in the flight uh, PS um, uh, uh, 752, mm -hmm. you know, uh, that uh, 
that still now none of the like uh, international civil aviation organization uh, that we call it uh, ICAO, uh, they didn't really, they condemn Iran that did a violation against that, uh, you know, like a flight that was yeah. uh, supposed to um, come to Canada and they killed over 176 people. Wow. Today, because most of Iranians are going to be in solidarity with these victims, you know, all their families and so on, they are going to do something, but it's so slow. Mm. This is the problem, you know, like the problem that we are facing right now. Something is going on in on, um, in Ukraine, in Iran, in um Africa, every place says, but no one cares. No one do action today because mm -hmm. tomorrow what is going to happen? Yeah, mm -hmm. the problem is going to be solved, but might be really be too late, you know, like a COVID period, like yeah. a pandemic, you know, we went through that all together. And mm -hmm. if we didn't really react properly at the right time, right place with the right decisions we might just still stay home mm -hmm. exactly i'm thinking as well of when we talk about something like uh you know people in africa remember the rwandan genocide in 1994 and it was this whole thing whenever we see this reality there is this sense that no one does anything about it. Who, who is, you know, going to do anything about it? But there's always this kind of talk after us that says, we will not allow this to happen again. Right. We hear that often. We're not going to allow this to happen again. We're not going to allow that to happen again. But we see a war in Syria that's lasting like a decade. We see this war in Ukraine almost being a year long now. And uh, other people saying this war could continue for 10 years. You know, no one does anything. We see what is happening in Afghanistan with women there. You know, and, and just every single day we're hearing more and more things from Afghanistan as well. And the ban on girls going to school and everything that's happening. And, and then we have that deafening silence that you're talking about as well. If we're looking at someone like UNICEF or we're looking at these big organizations that say they do care, but then they can't care in the places where these things are happening, then it is it is almost heartbreaking to realize that there is a sense of loneliness in the struggle and in what is happening. So what is it then that the challenge is to all of us? What is the challenge that we supposed to be doing? How do we, how do we make those changes? Because we see it happening, like you said, as well, in a lot of different countries. I know personally people who actually aren't from Ukraine that went to Ukraine and that are in Ukraine right now helping because they care enough about the war, you know, but then we've got to say, how else do we become the difference makers when it's not Ukraine taking up the media space, when it's somewhere else, when it is Iran or Afghanistan, how then do we take action? And what would you say is action that we actually need to think about as individuals? Because we can't always rely on the governments or the big, you know, corporations or NGOs, because sometimes they just don't help. I totally agree with what you are saying. 
And Lauren, I just want to change your question in a way that if you change those countries that you mentioned, it, Afghanistan, Iran, Syria, Ukraine, and so on, I just want to know if instead of Mahsa Amini, Sarina, Nika, Kian Pirfalak, the 10 years old kid that was shot on the street, mm. if it was an American, how was this story today? How we were like it, it was a place to talk. Do we really run after this uh, uh, type of the revolution or beg for action like that? Mm. This is to me by evidence as a person who was born after revolution of Iran in 1979, you know, and I was watching whole things and I live with compulsory hijab and I saw how they are really, um, you know, like they want to shut down the woman's power. I saw a lot of the things that it was not right, even in the name of Islam. This is not Islam. Mm. This is really um, manipulating with people's belief. And by changing a regime from like a, uh, royal, uh, like a um, government to the Islamic uh, Republic government and so on. Nothing is going to be changed till they want to use the tools of fear of paradise, hell, and mm-hmm. also like a, make a difference between you and me. No matter what the history is repeating, mm-hmm. the problem is we don't study enough. We don't give these tools to people to educate themselves because they don't want to be, and you and me be aware of what is going on. But thanks to social media today, enough mm-hmm. is enough. We know what is going on around the world. You know, like mm-hmm. it, there is no such a thing that we can hide it. Mm-hmm. If something happened, uh, like a war happened uh, based on uh, injustice and so on is gonna be global issue you know and we are gonna stand with those countries but to answer your question why we don't get action this is something that i think we have to really think it as a global issue Hmm. to see what is the next organization or even think that we help each other because as a matter of fact Everyone wants to save environment. Everyone mm-hmm. to save the um, like uh, uh, animals. Everyone to save human rights. But they don't do, as you mentioned, these organizations. Then it means there is something misleading or misinterpreted um, at the end in the name of the law, which is not they they uh, they wrote it but they don't do it. Hmm. This is, doesn't matter that organization, UNICEF is going to be Iran regime, like, or uh, Ukraine regime, or Russia, and so on. It doesn't matter to me. It's like, I think we have to think about something beyond of this if we don't get answer from them. Hmm. How I'm not really powerful or even... Mm, having a community or like a big people like a behind me 
to support that idea, but I think it's good that we think about it and have as an initiative strategy for saving more people and uh, more energy and more skills and talented people for future. Mm-hmm. I love that you you say that and and like you're saying, we have to think about it. We have to allow ourselves to think about it and how we can almost think outside of the box. You know, we have to think outside of the box that we we kind of are in. And often the box is it is someone else's problem, you know, or there is going to be something else that is going to happen that's going to be good. You mentioned something while you were speaking as well about this, you know, this isn't Islam, this is manipulative. And I was just reading that, you know, just yesterday, you know, people, we, we've been reading all the time. If people have been following it and I have that, you know, people are being killed and being hanged for protesting and for speaking up. And I just read that, you know, you know, two other people were killed just yesterday and more than nine other people will be executed. And it says that they've been executed in the term, and I'm probably not going to pronounce the term correctly, but you will help me with the term. But it's a term that basically means waging a war on God and typically carries the death penalty in Iran. And I think you pronounce as Moharebe. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's say, they saying, okay, well, you know, these protesters, we're going to execute them. It's going to be this quick trial, fast pace, uh, behind closed doors by Iran's revolutionary court system as they have it. And it's going to be government assigned lawyers and it's going to be behind closed doors, really fast pace. And we're just going to execute these people. And we are saying that we're executing them because they are waging a war against God by protesting and that is what they're saying and that is truly truly problematic as you were saying earlier on this is not islam this is not you know at the heart of of the people and this is using this manipulation to say well what they what the protesters are doing is wrong and it's against god not taking in responsibility and saying this islamic republic what we're doing to our people is the problem and this is very manipulative and it, it is problematic and it's using religion again and that manipulation to say this is what we're going to do about it and uh, you, you know it, it is very problematic and i think that that is probably very difficult to deal with as well isn't it yeah, absolutely. Because they just executed uh, two another innocent, Mohammad Mehdi Karami and uh, Mohammad Hosseini yesterday. And uh, these are when even you look at their uh, face, you see they are really innocent. And mm. when you see compared to what this government is doing when uh, there is the corruption, you know, and uh, there is a lots of evidence against someone that uh, he did uh, like a still a lot of the people's money and so on. And it's still he's alive. He's free. And even we had lots of story, you know, the one thing that today, Iran, after 43 years, people, they get there to have a one a specific objective to not have this regime anymore. Mm. It came um, so hard to get there and we pay off a lot. Believe me, it could be 
less harmful that we are today. But I'm telling you, my message is like, be aware, every one of us. It might happen to us one day yeah. in Canada, in Africa, mm-hmm. in, um, in France, and so on. We have to take care of it really um, mm-hmm. by action and doing something for our future. Because don't think these people in the 20 that they could do it and manipulate it in any how and all the like a uh, other countries and uh, powerful people and politicians, they are getting silent. They're not going to do the same thing with your country and your people. And yeah. these are really dangerous when it comes to that, that you mentioned, for example, they, they're, uh, for example, the uh, scene was just, they, they call it against God. Yeah. You know, like for me, it's like, excuse me, if, even if that's the thing that you want to do it really based on the religious and so on, there is tons of the things that God's even forgive people, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. to just like save lives of the people just to make sure that you have chance to be a better person. Mm-hmm. When the message of God in general speaking in all religion is, I forgive you. If hmm. you did something, come and confess and be aware to not repeat it again. That's the time that I can forgive you. Yeah. How come us, we cannot really forgive someone to participating in a peaceful protestation on the street? To me, it's like this is something that when you put everything like uh, on your table, you see there is lots of like uh, things that is there is no hierarchy based mm-hmm. on Islam, based on the political, um, like uh, even ideology and so on. They don't follow anything, and these are really dangerous people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know I think we're going to take a quick music break. You know, I'm just, there's so much that I'm thinking of while you're speaking. And I'm so, so grateful we can have this conversation because we are unpacking things that we need to think about. We have to think about this. And we're going to go to a quick music break, but I don't want you to go anyway because Zara is still going to be with me after this. We're still going to be talking about what is going on in Iran. And also, you know, at the heart of this conversation is also the fact that we need to start to think about how can we be active people in this world as well. And just like Zara said, don't think that just because you sit somewhere in the world that it cannot happen where you are, even in the future. We don't know. We need to be active, you know, citizens, global citizens that really do care. So we're going to go to a quick music break. Like I said, don't go anywhere. See you after this. Now with me, Lauren Jacobs, Young Voice of Change today. I hope that you have been with myself and Zara, who is joining us all the way out from Canada. And we have been talking about what is happening in Iran. And we know that for the past few months, we have been seeing the protests. We have been following it. And I hope that you have as well, because this is really important. But what we are seeing right now, as we are in 2023, you know, rolled over into this new year that everybody kind of got excited about. Yay, we're in this new year. And yeah, it's this new start for many people in many countries. 
this is not a new start. This is a continuation, a continuation of what they're fighting against, what they're fighting for. And the people in Iran are facing this reality of execution right now. We have seen people being executed just this week. And like Zara and I were talking about before the song break, you know, that manipulation using religious terminology or wording or just that twisting of things to accomplish a certain goal. You know, Zara, I have a friend who visited Iran just before COVID happened. And I remember she came back and she's a Christian. And a lot of people said to her before she went, and I want to be honest, they said to her, like, it's very dangerous in Iran. You shouldn't go there because that's that perception that people have. Like, don't go there. And especially because you're Christian, you shouldn't go there. And she was like, no, she wanted to go and she wanted to visit. And she came back. She brought me a gift back from Iran. It's a beautiful thing. And she said it was the most She's been to a lot of places around the world because the organization she works with also helps people in international countries. She said that it was actually, she didn't tell anybody, but it was her third time that she had been and she loves it and she keeps on going back and she was bragging on about how great the people are in Iran and how beautiful everything is and the architecture. And obviously she visited places that, you know, Christians connect with as well. You know, like we hear about Persepolis and we hear about all these beautiful old places that uh, even Christians and other people of different religions connect with and go, wow, these are special places that we want to see for ourselves. And we want to visit Susa and we want to visit all these ancient places. And she spoke about the beauty of Iran and the beauty of the people. And just the way she described it was really very uh, it kind of just made me feel so emotional about the people and the place. And it's not the image that has been portrayed of the people of Iran as well as the country itself, right? We hear more negative things, and but yet we see what is happening and we go like, hey, maybe we need to look at what we think about Iran and about the people as well and look at why they are fighting and what is actually happening. And, you know, that was something that I wanted to ask you about. I'm sure that Iran itself and your very own people are, it's such an incredible place. It's such a special city. And it actually is important for people of many different faiths. And going there has been actually quite a blessing for so many people. And even though you live in Canada, I'm sure your heart is, is continues to be in your homeland with your people. And, and yeah, I'm sure it's, it's pretty hard to witness the things that are happening. Absolutely. That was really touching uh, story that you mentioned it because when I was in Iran and I was studying uh, in uh, French literatures at that time and French education, because I was a French teacher, but before being a French teacher, it took me time to really learn properly French and speak uh, French because we didn't have a really, uh, we don't have access to YouTube or um, self-educate ourselves, you know, uh, to get uh, also like uh, all the things is out there to help you to um improve your language skill and so on. Mm-hmm. Then one of the things that happened at that time, one of our professors uh, in university was in touch with people that they came from France, Swiss, uh, Lebanon, and so on, that they could speak uh, French. 
and um, they came uh, with backpack. You know, they didn't mm-hmm. come with the, um, you know, or, or uh, like a, a organized tour and so on. Then uh, they keep in touch with us and uh, we said about what is going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is for about like I can say uh, this story is uh, for about 18 years ago, let's say. And um, at those days, whenever I met a tourist from Swiss, from Belgium, uh, from um, France and so on. They said, we have never thought about, we could talk with a beautiful woman like you. I'm not saying I'm beautiful, but they were really <laughs> nice to me and so on. But I'm just saying like, uh, they taught something different, but because they were really at uh, love adventure and so on, mm-hmm. they wanted to experience it and checklist on their wish list, you know, to yeah. visit the most uh, maybe uh, like a terrible countries that has a lot of things uh, against uh, that beautiful countries and beautiful people yeah. around the world. And they were amazed by hospitality of Iranian mm. people. You don't spend the money. If you come with the backpack and so on, I'm telling you, you mm. are going to get a, more than everywhere around the world, free meal, free places from Iranians because they are so generous. Mm. Beyond even, if they are even poor, they're going to like um, share with you their mm. bread. Mm. this is the beauty of my people that's why this uh, human being to be killed is not for and we are looking for justice the yeah. thing that is going on right now is anger which is not part of our culture because mm. the message that whoever came to iran as your friend is saying our message to the world is our kindness our peaceful uh, like in Thing that we want to share but the doors are closed they put the sanction on us we cannot mm. communicate properly facebook is not uh, like allowed in iran uh, we don't have access to youtube we we, we cannot even uh, like uh, have a good uh, speed of the internet to uh, speak about uh, my routine as a running woman or whatever mm. uh in Iran last week it was just I don't know how I worded out in English that someone just give a recipe of the uh, food on his blog and during this time he didn't do anything against uh, uh, this movement and um, and uh, whatever is going on in Iran hmm. and they got he got arrested in his restaurant just because wow. it was the same day that the um, like a, a top general uh, Iranian general was killed uh, was that day, and uh, they found his mocking that day yeah. instead of really having a solidarity with the regime and so on about that issue. Mm-hmm. Imagine even giving a recipe to people, make people happy at the end of the day. This yeah. is it. Yeah, you're going to be executed. You are going to be in a jail. Mm. This is a scary. Mm. It is. It is scary. It is what is happening. It is the reality. You know, you mentioned about the food. I was thinking that's exactly what this friend of mine said. She said <laughs> she took a lot of pictures of the food. I was like, why are you taking all these photos of the food? She's like, because 
people are having me in their home and they are feeding me. And I, and why are they feeding me? Because they're just so hospitable. And she had all that beautiful food. Uh, just thinking about it is making me, you know, uh, want to eat. But it's like, it's just so beautiful. And she said that this is how it was. And uh, this is this is the image I want you know, people who are listening to have as well in their minds and in their hearts to say, this is what the people are about. And this continues to be the fight. And and Zara, you know, I can't believe that our time has gone so quickly, but there is one final thing I want to ask you. And it's something that we hear a lot when we are talking about the protest action that's happening in Iran and about what's happening. And we know that woman life freedom is this real we know that it's it's kind of like the anthem right now we can go we can go into it and explain what it means but really as a woman who you know grew up in iran and as you see what is happening with the woman in iran right now what would be your message from your heart to the woman of iran but also to women right now who are standing in solidarity with each and every single one of you saying that in some way we want we want to help, but in some way we are sending all our love, all our prayers, all our thoughts, and all the kind of action we want to give right now. You know, what would be your message to the woman of Iran as we continue to hear woman life freedom and we continue to pray that that becomes a reality? What would be that message? First of all, I want to tell them that uh, to all my sisters, um, I'm so sorry that I'm not with you today, but all my hearts and whatever I could do, I will do. I'm not going to stop for a second to not uh, avert the word. And don't think if we are far from homeland, we forget you. Hmm. And I appreciate all your courages that you do and you go outside on the streets and uh, you burn your scarves to say no enough is enough I really want to kiss your hands and and I don't know how much we in future our kids our people gonna be thankful and I'm sure it's not gonna be enough for those people that they lost their kids so far and also for the days that you were arrested and they tortured you i'm sure it's gonna be like a scar for all your life but don't give up be strong and iran will be free soon and we are gonna be celebrated on the liberty square together and we will laugh one day, hopefully, together. And we are going to have a nice food. Mm-hmm. And we are going to yeah. share it with all people that they stand with us. And they showed us this, their solidarity. And they did action. They deserve to come to our country and see the beauty of our country. And they are more than welcome mm-hmm. anytime mm-hmm when we are free Mm. and we are going to share our happiness and we are going to celebrate the life that we get through the slogan of the woman life freedom. And we are going to be free soon. Don't give up. We are all standing together. 
Absolutely. Amen and amen to that. Zara, I want to say thank you so much for spending this time with me. Thank you so much for your heart. Thank you so much. And even to you, I know that you are far away from home and that is difficult, especially because your heart is with your very own people. But I also want to say to you that that you are not alone and that I'm standing with you and many who are listening are standing with you too. And we stand with our sisters who are all around the world from Iran who are now living in different countries for different reasons, who have to live in different countries. And for those who are in Iran, continuing that fight, not only for themselves, but for their daughters, for their granddaughters, for their children, and for those who will come in the future. And we are with you. And Zara, thank you again for this time. It has been such a blessing. And I just really thank you so much for this. Thank you so much, Lauren, to give me that opportunity to share what is going on in Iran right now and um, to share that good cause uh, with uh, global right now. And uh, uh, I hope uh, we make a difference from everyone's and all women around the world to do action today. Hmm. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Zara, and take care. I would just like to ask if you can stop what you're doing and join with me in a moment of prayer. As we have listened to Zara sharing, we are so reminded, and I'm so reminded that we are so connected in this world, and it is something that we see, that we know, and that we realize, and that God loves all of all of us he loves humankind and we know that his word says for those of us who are here today listening we know that his word says that he loved us all of us so much that he sent his son to die for us so that we could have not only salvation but freedom and that we could have a life that was filled with hope that was filled with a future that was filled with a promise And we know that God showed us what to do when things are hard and when there is no way forward. And what he did for us as human beings was set that example. And that example was that he gave. And what he gave was his only son, his one and only son through which everything came into being as we know that everything we have and all that we see around us was created in him through him by him and for him and God showed us what to do when things are hard and when there is suffering and that is he first gave because there was nothing we could do to change our situations God stepped in and he did something magnificent and that was he gave his only son and it wasn't easy and it wasn't it wasn't a a pleasant thing for for you know our messiah to go and to suffer for us but he did it and set that example of what we should do and it's an example that i think should speak to us when we decide how we are going to act and how we will live in this world and how we will take the love that we know is ours in christ to other people so i really just am so so reminded of that and I want us to just really stop what we're doing for a minute it's easy I guess it's easy to get you know and there's nothing wrong with us getting 
really caught up in things around us or in our lives. But for moments like these, I want to ask that we can come together and that we can really pray just a moment of prayer for the people of Iran and the people who continue to lay down their lives for something that is greater than themselves, and that is for the freedom of the people. And Father, we just want to come before you. We want to come before your holy throne of grace and mercy and love. And Father, we want to pray for the people of Iran that your love and that your hope will be with them. We want to pray for the situation that it will radically turn around. Father, for the favor of the innocent. And Father, we know that you are a God that is loving. And we pray for the people today. We pray for their hearts. We pray for their peace. We pray for those who are afraid for your shalom. And we pray, Father, that you will bless the people, the Iranian people who live outside of Iran, whose hearts are also hurting because they love their country and their people and also their families who are left behind. Be with them, Father, strengthen them and help us all be a voice of change in this generation to live the example that you said and that is to give and it's it's to give from ourselves and to give of our time and of our hearts and of our actions because faith without works is a dead faith so may we have faith that is full of activity father for the best of the world that you came to die for and to save and we thank you for this and 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 jesus we pray this in your mighty name today amen and amen it has been such a blessing to be on voice of change with you today let me end off by saying do not stop praying for the things that we see in the world the injustices the wars you know the famine the hopelessness because now is the time for hope let us not continue to believe for the impossible because anything with God is possible no matter what it looks like on the outside and so God bless you may his hand move even in your situation today where there seems to be impossibilities may he move and may his arm of goodness and grace be extended to you and to your family today in his mighty name until next week take care and blessings and blessings of shalom this insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.